0: Hello Master Plan World, welcome to our latest podcast. It is a pleasure to have you all listening. I'm going to apologise up front for the state of my voice. I have quite an impressive head cold at the moment. I'm hoping it will go away soon, but we're just going to have to put up with it for this podcast episode. So hopefully it doesn't affect you all too much. And it does sound worse than it really feels. Uh, I am Chloe Thomas. I am the creator of E-commerce Masterplan. I am an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on solving your e-commerce marketing problems. So if you've got an e-commerce problem you would like my help solving, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com and click on work with Chloe. There you'll find a link to a form where you can tell me all about your problem and I will get back to you with ideas for how to solve it within probably one working day. That's my aim anyway. Right, let me introduce you to today's special guest. Chad Etelbrick is the founder of Scribe Delivery. They're a stationary subscription business who ship thousands of orders monthly and have grown every month since they launched 3 years ago. Hello Chad. Hello. How are you doing?
1: I'm I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for having me.
0: It's great to have you on the show. And um I've just given our listeners a super super quick overview of you and your business and where you are now. But how did you get started off in e-commerce?
1: So I've always been interested in stuff. I like things, uh, not so much shopping, but I like having things around. Um, and then I also have always been interested in being an entrepreneur. So I have um, papers and documents from, from when I was very young. You know, the the old, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? That Because I want to own a business. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two just kind of blended together. And, and I got really into, uh, you know, basically... Selling things online,
0: and that, um, and did you do a lot of different things before you got as far as Scribe Delivery, or was Scribe Delivery your first foray?
1: Uh, certainly the biggest so far, but you know I've done a few things here and there, and then actually, you know, my background previous to that was was in larger e-commerce companies as well. So um, it's always been a little bit of what I've done, and, and now is is the whole of what I do. So
0: very cool and uh, let's let's cover off the key key facts about scribe delivery then in the intro i I really underplayed your business by describing it as a stationary subscription business um, that hides a whole world of interest and intrigue and and philosophy, I think, so could you explain a bit more about what sort of stationary subscription business you are and the products you're sell- you're t- sending out to your customers?
1: sure, so I mean it- we are a stationary subscription box. That is true. Um, we focus mostly on pens and notebooks. So I am a pen and notebook collector. And those are the things that are of the most interest to me. So those are the things that sort of become the highlight of, of what we do. But, you know, there's a, there's a huge community of, of stationary collectors and um, sort of office supply fans and, and just people who, uh, you know, when you steal their pen, get really mad about it. So those are the people that we're catering to. And um, you know, we have this amazing community online. And it, it's just a really, really fun world to be a part of. Um, you know, journaling is, is bigger than it's ever been. Um, it's also a really, really great sort of mental health break for you. Uh, so there's a lot, of, a lot of people who are looking for opportunities to you know, get their thoughts and get their ideas down on paper. Um, and we're giving them the best tools and the best community to help them do that.
0: So are you simply sending them good stuff each month or are you giving a bit of a theme and a bit of that kind of added woo, I suppose, to it?
1: So we do we do curate each month based on a theme. Uh, that theme doesn't necessarily correlate to um, things they should be writing about or, you know, how to use the product, although we do include that as well. but in general theme, you know, a loose theme to tie those products that we pick together. We are definitely looking for, um, you know, high quality products and then how we can best curate those together into a kit that is going to, um, you know, really make someone happy each month.
0: Okay, cool. And um, what platform are you selling via?
1: Sure. So, um, there's actually a... There's a number of ways that that subscription box companies sort of run. Um, The main platform and the one that we use is called CrateJoy. Mm -hmm. And CrateJoy is basically a uh, subscription service uh, that gives you a complete back end to run a subscription company.
0: Cool. And we do get a couple of CrateJoy guests on on here every now and again, so it's good to have another one. Sure. Um, Are there any kind of key widgets or plugins you've added into your CrateJoy?
1: Ecosystem? Uh, not so. Not not really. What's nice about Cratejoy is that it, it exists on its own, and um, you know there are companies who are doing 30,000, 40,000 subscribers a month who are still just running on basic Cratejoy with no other additions. Nice. Um, it's 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 able to cover that much that much ground. Um, we do use a couple outside platforms. Um, I think it might be U.S. specific, but we use um, a company called Pirate Ship. That um, allows us to get better rates for shipping um, things like that, and I think that's really the only the only outside tool that we use that isn't available or it's available to everyone, but isn't you know directly connected to that platform.
0: It's quite nice when your platform does everything you need, and you can just focus on driving the sales rather than tweaking this and tweaking that. Isn't
1: yeah, it? it's it's very nice, and it, it definitely. Um, you know, there's a lot more options now than there were when we started three years ago, um, and it, it, it is nice to know that one, they're keeping up; two, they're more powerful than they were when we started; um, and three, you know, it's it's just an ease of use thing. You know, you could literally sit down and create a company today and, and be making money tomorrow.
0: And who doesn't like the sound of that? Uh, okay, right. so. So to, to do all of, all that you're doing and to do the marketing, to source the products and everything, are you doing that yourself? Do you have a team? Are you outsourcing anything?
1: Uh, in general, we, there's two of us um, that run the company overall. We do occasionally seek some outside help on, in terms of just sort of like contract work or, uh, you know, if we can get some friends and family to lend a hand when we need some heavy lifting or things like that.
0: Cool. So nice and simple and, and you managing it all yourselves.
1: Yeah. It keeps it really easy and, you know, it keeps it in house. It gives us a little more control. Um, I, I tend to be a hands-on type of person and I, I do get a little, um, I do get a little head down and a little too focused on it. And I don't want to let go of some control. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the problem I have and that I'm going to have to come to terms with as we uh, continue to get bigger and bigger. But, uh, it works for what we're doing now. Uh, you know, I used to be able to do it basically by myself and, um, it's definitely starting to look like the team is going to get much larger so all good problems to have
0: from from my own personal experience just to reassure you i found hire number two was the one that changed things the most so the first person you bring in so that there's two of you in the team already you've got you've got past the most difficult bit i would say in terms of growing your team
1: yeah i I, I've heard that from others before as well, so I, I hope that's true, and I think we're I think we're right there. So I'll have to get back to you and let you know how they go.
0: <laughs> cool. And um, what do you think is the most awesome thing about Scribe Delivery right now?
1: I mean, for us, it's our community. Um, we, we're, you know, like I mentioned, this this community that exists for for journalers and um, collectors. It's a really really fun community to be a part of. Everybody's very passionate. Um, everybody's very opinionated but polite. Everybody um, likes to likes to share what they're doing and what they're seeing, and uh, it it makes for a really great communication back and forth with our community, which then you know gives us gives us an edge and helps us stay ahead of the game. Um, so you know, for us, it's 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 that community, and then I think what's actually interesting is that sort of the subscription business overall mm-hmm. um you know the awesome thing about that is just that there's just still a lot of opportunities um you know there's still a lot of people out there who are looking for convenience and are looking for something that they can be excited about and something to wow them every month so you know that that opportunity that still exists in that business it's really exciting
0: it's um i often wonder if there are when it comes to subscription e-commerce, if there are subscription e-commerce customers, or if there are just e-commerce customers, and any e-commerce can can turn any e-commerce customer can turn into a subscription customer, or whether it's that the the subscription companies are fighting over a restricted pot of a niche group of um of of, of e-commerce customers, and I think increasingly I'm seeing that actually. If you hit upon the right product idea and position it in the right way, anyone can become a subscriber. Does that make sense?
1: That makes perfect sense. And I I actually agree with you. I think that both exist. And I think that that is a large part of what the business overall um, is is going towards is, you know, what is it going to take to, to turn, you know, a normal buy one thing customer into a subscription customer? And I think the answer to that is that it doesn't take a lot. Um, I think you're right. I think it's once you find um, that thing that they are passionate about and combine it with that convenience, um, it's an easy switch.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's it's kind of like why I wanted you to, uh, to explain what sort of stationary subscription box you are, because actually that's almost as important as the product that actually goes in the box because it's that which people are
1: buying into. Right, you're getting a lot, you know, especially especially for us that you know there's there's a lot of value beyond just the, the products you're providing. You know, all the little external elements that exist in the company, be it the community, the people that they're getting to interact with. Um, you know, something as simple as being able to follow a hashtag on Instagram. That's all increased value that exists in this in this business and um, having the opportunity to create that and share it. Um, you know, these are all things that help us as a business, but also, you know, really, really help that customer to be a part of something. Um, so it goes, you know, it goes beyond beyond the customer, it goes beyond the convenience, and it really sort of becomes, you know, almost a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that they, um, you know, it's something they look forward to. Um, it, it, it basically becomes appointment commerce almost, you know, you're, you're, you're there, you there. You're you're filling a need at an exact moment, and you're doing it over and over and over again, um, which really, you know, like I said, that then that community then grows because of that. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of opportunity to reach people and to, to excite them and to wow them. So you know that's that's why we love doing it. You know, like you said, it goes so much more, so far beyond just giving someone a product.
0: And you mentioned that the most awesome thing is, is kind of the community and clearly there is some very passionate communities out there of both journalists and of um, collectors of notebooks. I mean, you know, I was digging around in my drawer of notebooks this morning going, oh my God, I have so many notebooks. I'm a proper klepto- kleptomaniac when it comes to them. <laughs> um, you're obviously, you know, it means for your for your business, you can tap into those communities. But have you found that you're actually building a community of scribe delivery? customers as well see so, so your own community within the larger community
1: absolutely and and what I will say is that um that is something I wish we would have focused on much sooner than we did uh we have transitioned to having sort of a you know uh, we have a private facebook group for our customers that that community has sort of taken on a life of its own and that community then is you know a great source for us of word of mouth marketing. Um, they are, you know, telling their friends about things. They are sharing pictures. So yes, our specific community is is incredible, and is, you know, that is my big focus right now is to give that current community that is scribe deliveries community, um, you know, as much value as I can give them, and to really, you know, help nurture them and grow them more than anything else. They're probably the most powerful asset we have as a, as a company.
0: And I'm guessing it's kind of like not only are they all into the same thing, but each month they're getting the same thing to create things that they can share with each other. So they're kind of like by creating that community, that Facebook group, you've given them a way to kind of show off what they're doing and connect with people who are very similar to themselves.
1: Exactly right. Uh, Very similar and and oftentimes also very different, which is, um, you know, even more exciting so, you know, we're, we're helping people build bonds with people who they never would have met otherwise. So, you know, that that for me is something that I never expected and, and, and still catches me off guard as it happens. Um, you know, we've seen friendships created. We've seen, uh, you know, people find um, find people who are close to them and, and get to interact with them in the real world. Uh, it's, it's really It's really been an amazing process to see.
0: It's like that added value. Yeah, you've got the P and L bottom line, which is showing you you're making a profit and life is good. But it's like, oh, it's those warm, warm moments when you see what you're creating, over and above, that can make it all worthwhile. Especially on the, you know, the days when you're going, oh God, I can't find a good pen for this for the next box.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly right, and, and that's, um, you know, quite literally what what keeps me going and and what what keeps this. Um, It is what absolutely what provides the drive to to find the best thing possible and to surprise and wow. Um, Yeah, it's 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 really remarkable. And and like you said, yeah, it does. It um, lifts me up when I'm having bad days. We've um, you know we've uh, I my house recently flooded, um, so I've been going through sort of this like awful sort of life situation. But yeah, you know, at one point in my life, you know, going to work would have been the last. The last thing I wanted to do when having to deal with that. But, um, you know, getting to interact with people and, and be reminded of, you know, what's good and what's going on. It's definitely a plus.
0: Very cool. Um, now, I have to say, your your um, your website itself lit up my day today. Uh, as I was doing my research for this interview, I headed over and um, and it was your sign-up form actually made me laugh out loud. Um, for the listeners... Let me explain what it is. It's a full screen takeover that you see on entry to the site that says pens, pencils, notebooks, the best monthly stationary delivery don't miss out. And it's got um, a box for the email address. And then it's one of those sign up forms that has kind of like the yes, no options. Um, and and it was the no option that made me laugh because it's like the the, the sign up button says yes, please. And the other one says I don't write, which I just thought, you know, <laughs> that's like, oh, Oh man, I, want, I I ah I I can't I do write I can't possibly click a button that says I don't write and I just thought absolute genius and made me laugh out loud so um so thank you for that because you know quite frankly with this yeah, head, welcome, yeah. with this head cold on the go anything that amuses me is a good thing um so what made you decide to go all out on email capture because I know a lot of our listeners go oh yeah we'll do an exit pop up but but we couldn't possibly do an entry take over the screen so what what helped made you decide to go, we're going for that email address?
1: So when we launched, we saw the value very early in email. We, when we were just starting, we, you know, I think, I think we were pretty typical. We had, you know, an email sign up box that wasn't quite as, uh, as big or as, uh, as well written. Thank you so much. Um, the, uh, you know when we were we were collecting emails but you know most of our most of our subscribers were coming from email at that point so so we really did we, we dug in and, and tried to um, tried to find things that worked for us that that would help us grow that email list exponentially especially in the beginning mm-hmm. um, and and honestly it's it's never really stopped working we, we haven't had to change our strategy for for email list growth too much since the beginning um, we do have, um, I think there's actually three possible pop-ups that you can see on that front page. Okay. Um, those get, those get used a lot. Um, we have a sign up uh, at the bottom of the page that get used a lot. And then, you know, we have your typical exit pop-ups and things like that that, that also work. Um, you know, our, our website is super simple. Usually by the time people get to it, they already know, um, they already know what we are. They already know what we're selling and, and they're ready, they're ready to subscribe. So we don't have to do too much, which is an advantage that we have. So it's, it's nice that we know that, you know, once they get on that email list, they're, they're going to find out who we are. They're going to see what we're about. Um, we, we, we don't have to worry too much about it. As long as, as, long as that, uh, those email capture spots keep working for us, then, then we know we're okay.
0: Yeah, you know your emails will convert them and that it's that they're, they're so close when they get to your website. You just need a little bit more to push them over the edge and it's the email marketing that's going to do it for you
1: exactly right
0: and i take from what you said that you're using multiple capture aims you've got entries you've got exits you've got pop-ups and you've got the footer as well and that it's it's central to your strategy to have all of them on the go
1: correct yeah and um like i mentioned they all they all do get used so we uh you know we, we are pretty careful about you know following our numbers and seeing what's working what's not we um we we do find that that all of those captures tend to work, and and so we haven't and we haven't gotten any you know real complaints or any problems from them. So um, keep 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 using what works. I guess is, is is the old is the strategy we're we're using.
0: Definitely. And um, we've spoken a bit about the community of the existing customers. We've spoken a bit about obviously the email capture and and converting people. But what's your you know how do you go about getting traffic to the site? You mentioned earlier about uh, the Instagram hashtags. I guess is, is is social a good place for you, or are you doing other things to bring the traffic in in the first place?
1: Social social's big uh, the you know the stationary community that exists on Instagram is very big. Um, there's there's big communities on Facebook, so we we use social as, as a main way. Instagram's huge, um, and then we do use Facebook ads regularly. And that's a big source for us as well.
0: Cool. And there's one last thing I wanted to ask you before we get into uh, the world of the top tips round, which was that um, another thing I particularly like, and it's on your on your website and also in so, a couple of your social media accounts, I've seen it, is the limited availability that you do. So I know a lot of people struggle with this when they're thinking about what to do with their subscription boxes, because you know, do you overbuy? Do you underbuy? Because you've got to have the right number to send out that month. And what what I like is the fact that you actually, you're capping the availability each month. So if you're not in before we run out of stock, you're not getting it. And then um, using that kind of that sold out announcement as well. I think being, I think, a lot of people would see it as a necessary evil, and it seems to me you've turned it into a positive marketing tactic. Would that be true? And is it is it important for you, or is it just something you're doing to make sure the community know know what's going on?
1: So it's both. We, we definitely want people to know, but in terms of in terms of how we've been able to use it, so there's there's no power there's there's no more powerful tool than scarcity. Um, that, that fear that you're missing out on something. It's a big motivator for people. So for us, using scarcity as a marketing technique has actually been been very powerful. We, there are a lot of subscription companies that never sell out. Um, They're always available. They, you know, if if you order and they don't happen to have something, you might wait a little longer. Um, We, we, we thought about that. We experimented with it a little bit. But in general, we decided that what was most important for us is to control the experience from the minute you find out about us until the minute your product arrives uh, at your doorstep. And so part of that for us was then in introducing this idea of scarcity. So we do only make a certain number available each month. Um, we, we do make sure that we have limits on things. That, that helps us in a couple ways. It, it, it makes our purchasing easier. Um, it helps us control our budget a little bit better and then from a customer's perspective it does it creates that that fear that you can miss out on something um it creates a little extra want and it makes it seem exclusive it makes it actually more um, you know we' we're, we're a club we're, we're you know we, we we create something for that community that makes them a part of something so to, to create that community and that club feeling um, that scarcity goes a long way so you know they feel like they're a part of something that maybe someone else wasn't able to get.
0: Very cool. Very, very cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, Jad, I think it's time for the top tips round. So I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So first up, the book top tip. If everybody listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend?
1: That's a hard question. It's Such a tricky question. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to answer it twice and I hope I don't get in trouble for that. That's okay. Um, I'll take it. So for, <laughs> for me, it's okay. For me, it's uh, I'm going to go with either Jab, 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 Right Hook or Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk at this point. Um, for me, those are, you know, his books have been big in helping me uh, sort of understand the modern landscape of what's going on, especially in online business. Um, crushing it being the most recent, and then jab, 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 right, book being the one that still continues to have the most value for me.
0: Excellent. The traffic top tip then. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it
1: deserves? So uh, this is this is one that's big for me. and I think it's especially big in e-commerce, and, and I think people are afraid to do it. But um, sometimes you just have to be a door-to-door salesman. You need to go out there and you need to talk to your potential customers um, I'm not saying you literally have to leave your house and go to someone's door, but there's a good chance that the people you're selling to exist in some community online. Um, you know, and, and today it's likely a Facebook group or a forum or something along those lines, Reddit or something like that. Um, go talk to those people. Find a way to isolate members of your potential community, um, be it a direct message on Facebook or find some way to, to connect with them one on one. Uh, when you do that, you have an opportunity to show them what you're working on, ask them any question you want to know the answer to. People love to give their opinions. Um, so asking people for their opinions, what you're working on, tends to work really well. And then if you've done your, your targeting right and these are people who are, you know, who are mass what you're selling and what you're trying to do, then once you give them the link to what you're working on, you're you're adding a potential customer, or at the very least, you're gonna get in you're gonna get an email address that you'll be able to market to later.
0: Excellent. Okay, the tool top tip. Maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from
1: day to day? Uh, I got a couple. So we use Slack. Slack's a big one for us. Um, I'm not big on email, so Slack has worked really well. Um, I mentioned that we use Joy before. Uh, and then in terms of just, just me personally, and, and to sort of tie it to, to the company, I use the best self-journal which is a sort of goal-based journal to help you you know, set a goal and track it. Essentially, you, the idea is that you can complete any goal in 13 weeks. Uh, I use those. It's big. Uh, it helps with uh, gratitude journaling and keeping track of the things that are important to you and then also working through uh, a goal that you have going at the time.
0: Cool. Chat. I missed the name of the journal. What was the name of the journal?
1: It's called The Best self journal
0: uh, I thought I thought you said that because we had um, I had them on the podcast uh, last year yeah
1: they're great
0: they are awesome yeah, brilliant super,
1: super great. yeah it's amazing and the product is incredible
0: cool well, there we go. There's a nice little circular recommendation there. So I'll put a link to the, uh, to the podcast episode with those guys in the show notes as well, if anyone wants to have a listen. Um, okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them?
1: Uh, so I think I, it goes back to what I mentioned in terms of traffic, but I, I think it's really important to know your audience and to be able to talk to them. And then that goes with your product as well. So knowing what you're selling and knowing who you're selling it to and having an an avenue to talk directly to those people is is the key.
0: Excellent. Okay, well, Masterplan World, you can find all these top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast where you'll see a link to this show. Now, Chad, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please?
1: No problem. You can find the business on uh, Facebook and Instagram. It's at scribe delivery. Uh, And then you can find me. I am at Seattle C E T T E L on both Instagram and Twitter. And then if you're interested in starting a subscription box, I highly recommend um, I started a program to help people start subscription boxes. You can go to facebook.com slash subscription box. Now we're in the process of launching an educational program, Uh, to essentially help people start a subscription box right the first time. Uh, And we're doing that through a series of educational tools and courses. So if you have any interest in uh, starting a subscription box, you can find me there as well, and I can help coach you through that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I'll make sure the link goes to that in the show notes as well. Masterplan World, you can find all of that at com forward slash podcast, or just head to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Chad, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and for being so generous, sharing your experience with us. It has been an absolute pleasure. Ah,
1: thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you having me on and I've enjoyed it. So thank you.
0: So there we go everybody, some great hints and tips from a three-year subscription box veteran. Um and well worth going having a look at their website and how they've got all those email sign-ups. It just shows, you know, keep adding them until someone has a problem and watch it grow your business. Do let me know what you think about this interview or any others by joining in the chat in our Facebook group, which is via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. Make sure you answer the questions as you sign up. Um, Otherwise, I'm not going to let you in because it's one of the ways I keep the group full of great people is by making sure that those who are joining are the right sort of people. And as one of our subscribers, if you're enjoying the e-commerce master plan podcast, please do share it with your e-commerce friends. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, over a coffee, over a pint, over a pie. I really don't mind. In my case, right now, over a couple of paracetamol um, and some honey and lemon is probably more like most likely to happen for me right now. But anyway. Hopefully, by the time you hear the next podcast, this cold will have cleared up. Um, so have a great week, all of you, and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e eCommerce Masterplan podcast. Find out more at eCommerceMasterplan.com.